Hello and welcome to episode number 38 of The Progress Pod and today it is another solo episode with myself chatting through event week tips. So this is timed coming up for Glasgow High Rocks at the weekend but this podcast is going to be applicable to any event doesn't not just Glasgow High Rocks coming up, but any event that you take part in, whether that be marathons, half marathons, Ironman, like further High Rocks, whatever the case may be, this is going to cover everything you need to know in terms of preparing yourself for your event. So first and foremost, not getting any fitter at this stage. So just bear that in mind. Between, say, the final week before the event, there's no need for you to be hammering crazy sessions, trying to get fitness adaptations, because by this point, you're already as fit as you're going to be. There's not going to be enough time for you to drastically change um, your fitness levels um, in the space of six or seven days. So keep that in mind. But on a similar token, you're also not going to lose any fitness. So typically what will you see happen in event week and what should happen is a bit of a taper down You've probably been training really, really hard for the weeks and months prior. So coming into race week or event week, you don't want to still be training with that intensity and that volume so that then you're going to be just going in to the event feeling fatigued. We don't want that. So you're going to be tapering back. Some events you'll be tapering back further, like before a week, um, depending on the, the level of it. Um, but for a high rocks, for instance, it will just be that kind of final week that you'll scale things back a bit. So you can still keep intensity up for the start of the week, but definitely be reducing the volume. And then for the last sort of few days before it, I wouldn't be doing much at all other than mobility work and some easy paced zone two work. So keeping the heart rate low, whether that's just going out a few easy paced runs, um, going on the bike, things like that, even a, a few swims, like just really kind of light exercise that's going to keep that um, cardiovascular system going um, and just would not want to completely stop but we just want to stay active uh, essentially active recovery really and what I would also do as well is just a couple of days or the day before just get a wee kind of shakeout going and um, if it's a running event if it's high rocks something like that then definitely a wee shakeout run um, and just you can kind of do that depending on what the event actually is but just to realize that on that taper a lot of people get a bit worried, like, oh man, I'm losing my fitness, I'm going to be, I've been flying and now I'm not doing as much, like, I'm, I'm going to not be feeling as fit, it's all in the mind, you're not going to lose fitness in that last week, similarly, you're not going to gain fitness, when you're coming into event week, where you're at, that's, as, in terms of fitness levels, that's where you're going to be, and the key is therefore to do everything you can during event week to be showing up on the day feeling as fresh as possible and recovered as possible. We want to be going in ready to rock. You don't want to be going into the event feeling any sort of fatigue, any sort of muscle soreness, anything like that. Because to be honest, that's only going to negatively impact. If you think about it, if you think, oh, a few days out for the event, I'm just going to go for a big hard session because I just want to make sure that I've not lost any fitness. You go for that big hard session, you feel a bit fatigued the next couple of days, your muscles are a bit sore, and then you just don't perform as well anyway. So just trust that process, trust the tapering process, trust that we're not getting any fitter or losing any fitness as we head into that event week. And then the next one I would say is go over your race plan. So whether that is a high rocks, a running event, whatever, have a plan for the race. Um, 
touch base with your coach if you have one um, and just kind of run through things and, and go for a plan. If it's just your first ever time doing an event, doing a running event, doing a high rocks, whatever, and you don't you don't have a plan, you just want to go in and like see what happens then and, and just try and complete it, fair enough. But from my end, I think everybody should have a plan of some sort, even if it is your first event. You're going to have some sort of plan around not going out too hot, like try and stick to this sort of pacing level, start to stick to this heart rate. Like if we're doing doubles, high rocks, for instance, it's good to kind of chat with your partner and say, right, what, what's our tactic here? Are we just splitting things 50-50 or are we doing it slightly different depending on who's the stronger runner and who's the stronger at certain zones and stuff like that? So for me, it's really going over that race plan. If you have got a partner, if you have got a coach, you, you do, like make sure you're touching base, you're getting as much advice as possible so that you're clear as you can be heading into the race, running events as well. What's your goal? What's the paces you need to be hitting? Where do you need, what, what do you need to be doing fueling-wise during the, the run? Everything like that. You need to be going over that and making sure that you are clear as possible. Obviously, when a race starts, when an event starts, things can happen that throw the plan up in the air. And that that's okay. That that can happen. But it makes a lot more sense to be prepared and have that plan of action, plan A, in, in your head, to go for and then also have a plan B as well if that gets thrown up in the air but make sure to go over your race day plan and alongside that in terms of the actual plan for what you want to do in the race make sure you've got a plan for the logistics around the around the race what time do you need to be there how are you getting to the place have we sorted out your travel what do you need to take with you have you packed have you, do you need to take gels do you need to take a race number do you need to register at the event where do you need to register where are the toilets what do you need to be doing all these things you need to have them nailed down heading into before race day before event day because the last thing you want is all that stress on race day morning oh what time's the train or, or, or like oh, take the car but where do I park or no like I'm going to be late and then you've got that stress then you're rushing about trying to get a registration number and everything just chaos that is what you really want to avoid and that is very that situation is very simple to avoid by a wee bit of pre-planning all you need to do is sit Thursday Friday before the event map it all out and say right okay I need to be at the event by midday it's going to take me an hour to travel there, so I need to make sure that I'm leaving by 11. That's then going to give me 90 minutes ahead of my race when I'm there to get plenty of time to go to the toilet, get some food in, go and register, whatever needs to be done. Just make sure you've got all those log- logistics sorted. Um, just If you don't have that, you're just only going to be adding stress to yourself. And if you've got stress, your heart rate's up, and then heading into an event with a higher heart rate, a stressful morning is the absolute last thing that you need. So on top of going over your actual specific race plan, it's very, very important to go over the logistics and make sure that you're all sorted with everything you need, where you need to be and when, and giving yourself plenty, plenty of time. And then into this uh, nutrition side of things. So typically heading into any sort of endurance event, we would do a wee bit of a carb load. So I have done a podcast um, if you scroll down at the Progress Pod episodes, you can't actually remember what number it was, but there's a full episode on carb loading, so I'm not going to dive into it in too much detail, but from maybe three days out, I would be increasing the level of carbohydrates that you are eating, and this doesn't need to be a double the double the amount of calories I eat in the day or add thousands of calories on. You can actually eat similar amount of calories to what you have been eating, but just change the proportion. So let's just say 40% of your calories are coming from uh, carbs already, 
and the other the other 60 is split 30 30 with fat and protein and what you want to do there is let's just see if we can change the carbs from instead of being 40 percent of my calories to 70 percent of my calories and then 20 percent protein 10 percent fat so protein and fat is going to go right down Again, this is just for a short period of time. I know it's against the normal advice around make sure your protein stays high, but this is for a short period of time in the lead up to race day, event day, that you want to be filling your glycogen stores to the max. And the way to do that is to increase the proportion of carbs that you're eating a few days out. On top of the carbs, make sure we're really staying on top of hydration, lots and lots of water, even adding electrolytes and salt and things like that to your water can only help. We want to be going in feeling as fresh and as fueled as proper as possible. As well, focusing on sleep, your mobility work, stretching, a lot of focus on recovery. If you can get into sauna, ice baths, um, cold water therapy, things like that, like all these things in the lead up, maybe a sports massage, all these things are going to just benefit. These are nice things to have. Um, but they will benefit and so just making sure we're really focusing on that recovery because what that's going to do is if we are really having great sleep we're really feeling recovered all the way up to the night before race day then that's going to cater for the fact that the night before race day is typically not the best sleep whether you're in your own house or whether you're traveling it's typically not the greatest of sleeps and that's probably universal and it's natural to be a bit excited a bit nervous and I always think when you have got something the next day whether it's an event or a job interview or somewhere you need to be by a certain time your sleep's just never as good you're always a wee bit kind of jumpy like oh I missed my alarm or what's that and um, and just with the excitement and the nerves and if you wake up in the middle of the night you might not go straight back to sleep because you start thinking about things and typically the sleep the night before is not going to be your best sleep of the week but if you've been having five or six days before that where you've been on point with your sleep your recovery then that Poor, poor air sleep on the night of the event is not going to cause any issues whatsoever. So just bear that in mind and don't stress about that. Don't wake up in the morning going, oh, my sleep score wasn't at the optimum. Like I didn't, that wasn't the best sleep in the world. Stressing yourself out about these things. If you've done the work on the lead up and taken these tips and advice with regards to event week, a bit of a poorer sleep the night before is not going to be any issue whatsoever. Um, so that's just kind of covered your, your plans and trusting the process. Your, your fueling, your nutrition, your plan for the actual race, logistics, um, and also just finally, just go and enjoy it. Enjoy the enjoy event week as well. Enjoy the build-up, similar to Christmas. Quite a lot of the time, actually, the build-up and everything, the excitement around the build-up to Christmas is, is better, if not the same, as the, the actual day itself. Um, and that's the same with race week. See everything and, and talking, getting your race times talking with your, your peers and guys you're doing it with and excited, getting excited for it, talking about the plans and tactics. Enjoy all this. Um, enjoy this uh, buzz and make sure that you enjoy the day as well. Don't stress too much. Um, as I said, the higher stress we are, the less likely we are to perform at our absolute best. Um, so just making things as stress-free as possible in the day, having everything planned, laid out, sorted, you know what you're going into. Um, relax and just trust in the process that all the work's been done. You've trained well, you've worked really hard. And it's just a case of at this point, there's not much that can be changed. So you just need to go with what you've got. Um, and if we've, if trainings went really well, trust the process and absolutely go for it. Um, on the day, there's so many things that can come, in, can come into play. So it's just try not to get too hung up on it and um, go and enjoy it. And yeah, 
if we follow these tips with regards to event week, then you're going to be going in feeling uh, as strong as possible. So, yeah, utilise these tips for any big event that you've got coming up. As I said, uh, any endurance event, any sort of everything, maybe a few tweaks um, depending on the length of the event and stuff like that, but the kind of principles are the same heading into event week. So let us know if that has been useful, especially if you've got high rocks this weekend. Please, please listen to this and share it with anybody that you know who is doing high rocks because it's going to be very, very useful um, to them. And next week, I will be back with a guest, Raymond, who's going to be coming on, head coach in the Progress Project. We are doing doubles at Glasgow High Rocks this Sunday. Um, so we'll be coming on next week on the podcast to do a bit of a recap on how our first ever High Rocks went down. So yeah, looking forward to that and looking forward to hearing how you find this episode. So give us a shout, share it with your friends, give it a review and we'll speak to you on the next one.